Welcome to the Sovereign Woman podcast. My name is Kalika Sharma. I am the host of this podcast. I am a women's sacred circle facilitator and transformational coach and I guide women into their sovereignty. And I believe that all women have the capacity to own their inner voice, to know themselves deeply. And it's often our life journeys that get us to a place of this deep knowing. I'm very happy to share the interviews here on the podcast. These I have done uh, with amazing women in India who I believe represent women's voices and truly care about women's upliftment and women's issues. So I hope you enjoy them. These are from a feminine sovereignty retreat that I had online during the pandemic and I'm happy to share with you all these interviews. Enjoy. Okay, very warm welcomes uh, Soumya. This is the Feminine Sovereignty Online Retreat. A little bit about the retreat is that um, it has five parts and there are other speakers uh, among uh, you as well. Um, And sovereignty is about uh, women starting to own their inner voices and develop self-awareness. So the five parts of the program are, it starts off with self-commitment, then original wounding, then uh, we go into inner feminine and masculine. That's the topic we're going into today in depth. A woman's intuitive body, and then we end off in leadership and visibility. So Soumya today is here to share about her own journey as a woman who has both these energies, feminine and masculine, and how has she uh, been in them herself, how has she experienced it in herself uh, through her life, as well as uh, her example of uh, in her own community, which she's building today. So Soumya, a little bit about Soumya, she is uh, someone who is a community builder. She has built a community called Inspired Women Connect. And uh, she's a telecom engineer by profession. She has been in Australia and um, she's been working with a company uh, that's part of government of Australia. And uh, she's come back uh, to India. She's also a mother now. So sometimes life, personal life experiences take us to different places. So after many years in Australia uh, on having her, she's had a, a, a baby uh, girl and now a small boy uh, and so after her second child she decided to move to India and uh, she's very inspiring because she came here even though she uh, you know wanted more connection she decided to build it she's decided to build a connection and build a community of women which today is doing so well inspired women connect is a huge community uh, so Soumya very warm welcome to you and um, I hope uh, the intro was, do you want to add anything or add something else about yourself, which I missed? No, thank you so much, Kalika. Thank you for inviting me from this platform. Yeah, so intro was pretty much right. So yeah, I am an engineer. I'm a telecom engineer and work with Australian government company, telecom company. 
so i've been in uh, i've been staying in australia from last 7 8 years and i was working there and i'm still currently working but i came into india on a maternity leave and we are stuck because of covid we are not able to go back so we are here in india and uh, i just formed this community when i reached here so this is how it started when i came here so i felt there is a difference between a lot of difference between north culture and south or maharashtra culture here so i've never been to maharashtra before and this was the first time when i came to mumbai and um, i was trying to mingle in that culture with the people there so just to get into that community on that culture i started this community called inspired women connect and thankfully it is now a big community as you said thank you so much so that's how it started here yeah yeah that's uh, and so now coming to the part about uh, masculine and feminine right so yeah. doing even something like building a community is like i would say quite a masculine thing to do because you are creating a structure people uh, like these women they are coming into that and you you're creating a basically a container in which things can flow right so is that uh, how did you develop that side of you were you always like that as a person or do you have early memories where uh, maybe you struggled with that or had challenges with that um i'm not sure or like i am i can't say that i'm always been masculine like since i was born but yeah i would say that i have taken part in my school life or in my college life in india where you have to lead something where i was doing or i have a small groups to lead even you can say a small activity called a march past i was i used to be a leader in that or in sports as well and in college i have arranged many cultural events engineering college so i'm not sure is that a masculine thing but yeah i know that since before marriage when you live with your dad every girl or every kid is in a protective environment and a, like if if we can say it's a feminist thing being emotional or soft or not you know not too much going out thing is called feminist but when i studied engineering and i moved to australia and i learned about the different difference of india and australia so it's like a total 360 degree change for myself because i have always been with my family and when i moved to australia it was totally opposite so i was alone there handling each and everything and i saw and i noticed the difference that no it is very normal for everyone in australia or aussie kid that it's a normal life to do your own household things and maybe um handling your own car like it's a very small example handling your car so these things are very normal for them but for us it's like it is not a girl thing it is not a boy thing so this is what the difference i learned there so everything we should know how to do it and slowly and slowly maybe i developed that uh, these characteristic of myself or these attributes and i could say and then um, once i settled down there i started um, organizing events there for indian community as well and then doing some presentations in my own group because um studies in australia is very different as compared to india so they are more practical approach as compared to theoretical so these are the attributes which came out when i reached there and i studied my masters of business administration in australia so i would say 
it might be there but i was not very much aware till i was till i didn't reach australia so it might have helped me studying there and knowing their culture and knowing how uh, each and every single thing a lady can do and we should know how to do it which we are not very much aware here so that is the difference i came to know and maybe these thing brought that masculinity thing in me that's what i can say so why do you think that in india i mean yeah i totally understand that when you compare uh, the west uh, western world or yeah. in australia uh, to to india you can see uh, a difference in the culture and the uh, so would you say that maybe uh, would you say that that kind of life is more balanced for a woman like in the sense she can still be a mother and somebody who is very nurturing and all and at the same time she is also someone who's very capable who's who go go getter doing things the way you know like maybe what you had experienced is that as a girl in india you uh, maybe were depending on maybe you know men or other people to do those things for you i will definitely say that they are more balanced or planned like um in australia you won't believe every family like a aussie family not indian aussies the typical western families they have minimum 3 4 kids and in a gap of 1 to 2 years and these ladies they they handle everything so beautifully till the time kids are under their control like they have some different things different setup for the adult kids but till the time kids are under their control they do manage their kids they manage their house they manage their uh, job as well and every every work which is related to a house so they do very well and here not now but earlier i would say that we have been uh, like there is a difference that this is something related to men's work this is something related to women's right not now now that is now the society has changed a lot and we are now nurturing our kids in a different way we used to teach cooking to our son as well and to girl as well so both but earlier if a if a son goes to a kitchen the mother in law doesn't feel good right in some some family you can still feel that but there everything every work everyone knows how to do it and this is what helps a lot to learn things to make a balanced life there a very planned life so they all their weeks are very well planned in australia so yeah that i could say it's it's quite different and it's good also some things are really nice that we should learn from them it's not all things are bad or all the cultures or all the um western culture is all bad some things are really nice which we can learn from that yeah. so we should yeah so what are some of those things uh i mean i don't at this uh, while i agree with you that it's different and it's not that that is superior and this yeah. is not superior but what yeah. are what are when you see indian women right you're working with indian women your community has indian women Yes. So, what are some of those things that you know really like? Some things like when I see uh, women, you know, uh, um, for example, who are are ready to do something, but they're not really brave enough to take that step, that first step, or something like that. And you can see it. You can see potential. Yes. The potential. So, can you name a few things which you see uh, in the women who you're working with as? uh as a potential for them to grow that masculine side of them right 
So uh, when I built this community, Inspired Women Connect, I got to know many ladies there. So they personally talked to me, they personally approached me that this is their business and they want to grow. And this, this is what they want. I do understand that social media is a very good uh, platform for everyone to come out and you know showcase your talent or your business or anything. But still there was a hesitation in the ladies to come out, to bring out themselves totally. They are happy to post their products, but they still don't want to come out, right? Be, uh, you, they don't want to become a face of their own brand. So they were very much, um, I would say it's like a shell they have built among themselves and they don't want to break it. So I am proud to say that I have helped, I have really helped few women to break that thing and come out. And uh, maybe right now in Corona, I have really told them it's just nothing. You just have to go online and maybe take a class. Let's say example of a baker. So there's a, there are a few ladies who just don't want to come out. And in Corona time, you have to bring yourself out. Otherwise, people won't be able to connect with you. So there are a lot of bakers out there. But to, to have a connect with the brand, you have to become the face of your brand, right? And you have to come forward for that, not just selling a product. Everybody is doing the same thing. So there was a sh they have built a wall which was very difficult for everyone to break and come out. So slowly and steadily, I would say I've helped at least many women and break that and come out and which is definitely helping them now. And now they are doing good in their own field. So uh, since since the start, since the woman is born here, so they have been taught uh, being a soft, being an emotional person or a humble person. And, you know, always listen to the men of your family and uh, and leading a house, only leading a house. But now the social media have at least uh, provided them with a platform to at least showcase their talents. But the talent can only be in showcase if they come out and if they feel comfortable. To make them feel comfortable, I build this community. Because when I came here, it was very difficult for me to connect people. Because I have two small kids, I cannot go to market for every small thing. I need, I needed to connect with the ladies which are online um, businesses or online members I can go and meet. So then I felt there is a gap, uh, you know, I don't want to go to a market to do everything because my kids are very small and my if my husband is not there, I cannot go. He was one, my son was three months and my daughter was two years. So it was very difficult for me to handle. And this is the thing which um, I realized that gap and I tried to build that gap and uh, break that gap. And I built this community and I can say that it has helped a lot many women in my community now and they are pretty uh, they are doing pretty good so yeah they just needed a little push or a little motivation and a little bit of inspiration so if you see few women doing good and you can definitely motivate others to do good and inspire them for doing something oh, for themselves yeah. and i think that's such a um it's very generous of you to have done that and even I quote 100% agree about the coming, I think I call it coming out of hiding, you know, yes. literally coming out of hiding because you're, you may have a lot of talent, you may have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, skill in something, but then no one is really seeing it. I'm amazed to see the talents and skills the ladies have. Like I have never imagined that much of talents we ladies who are just then at house, they are homemaker, they are mothers. And they have amazing number of talents. Yeah. So 
this is um, something which I can really say and really proud that women are really multi-talented and multitasking, I would say. And these are the traits maybe because we both have the sides of femininity and masculinity, we can handle these things. Yeah, yeah, very much. And I think like it's also like now you said it, you know, the pandemic is the time when you can't afford to like just not do that. You have to showcase through social media, through showing social proof that, you know, your uh, your product or service works and it's there and how does it happen? Correct. So what happens after they come out? Like once they come out of hiding, what happens after that? Okay, what happens? So this is challenging because uh, they if uh, some if somebody is doing a work, so there is a lot of competition in the market right now, and it's really challenging and it's demotivating also when they don't get response easily. So my this is where my role comes as in to keep them going to you know you don't have to give up so easily you just have to keep doing it there is a competition and you have to make sure that you are not just doing for the sake of doing you have to register your brand in people's mind maybe you don't get a response but keep doing it so see i always give an example of pepsi coke right they are so big brand but they're still doing marketing they are still advertising so it's not just because they are making money because they have to continue doing that and they want more and more customers and maybe if i don't like it maybe you like that right you like pepsi you might uh, go to them so i always say that it's not just about promotion or marketing or selling it's about you know slowly and steadily registering your brand and i am sure if you'll do it with whole hard work and you know every possible uh, effort you can put in and slowly and steadily, I would say you will definitely reap the benefits out of it. But you just have to keep doing it. Just don't de get demotivated. I There are a lot of things you have to keep trying these days. It's not key up. You don't have a one fib formula to get a success. You have to keep trying different, different ways right uh, these days. So you maybe go on Insta Live to showcase your products, maybe go on FB Live and give a valuable session. It's not if you're selling a product, People are not just interested in buying, they want to connect with you and something valuable which you can give, right? So that's what I say, kids, just keep going on. Don't give up and keep be motivated and just doing it. So slowly and steadily, I'm sure uh, you will get the benefit out of it and you can make good success in that. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually, this is like, the, I really like the example you gave of Coke and Pepsi. Yeah. yeah, they still do ads. Yeah, I, and I didn't even realize that, yeah, why they don't need to advertise. They're huge. Yes. You know? yes. so they're they, huge. They still do that. They, yeah. can stop, they can stop advertising, but they don't. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, so, yeah. And I, and I think this whole point that you're saying is that, you know, don't stop and keep going. Is It's, you know, the, and, and there's so much comp so competition is also quite a, a masculine uh, thing, like to compete, to be aggressive. Yes. Definitely, uh, you know, these are these are masculine traits. So, in in this context, do you think that like when you're marketing or you're selling, you're putting yourself out there, how does it help to be a woman? Like, how does that part actually help in any way? Okay, so these things are beneficial as a woman because I would say we both have the characteristic of masculinity and a uh, uh, femininity, right? It's not always good to be tough or strong or rough with people to be a leader or to sell anything or to be successful in any business, I would say. You you should have those uh, 
characteristic to connect to the people and for that we need soft attributes uh, we cannot connect with people if you can't talk to them politely or humbly or maybe uh, emotional connect is very very important even with your customers as well not just with your family or a friends until and unless you are emotionally or you are connected with your uh, customers you won't be able to do a work or a business or sell your services or anything so these are the things which helps women to be a leader or to be a success in their own field because we have the attributes of both the things and i think every leader should have these both things otherwise it's very difficult it's not just that uh, being rough or strong or maybe powerful makes you a leader i always believe that uh, you have to be very soft spoken you have to be very much patient in listening your people then only you will be able to connect with that uh, with your members or with your clients yeah and as i totally agree because it's also a fact that you know a lot of big companies mnc's they use well not use but they have women in customer service or they have women who do the client facing role because women are usually more pleasant and, and you know yeah uh, they are good negotiator so they always take uh, women in a negotiator in any business yeah. and also when it comes to those very very aggressive conversations and uh, you know um, uh, when it when it's a man uh, maybe facing you uh, when they see a woman they would anyway soften just by seeing uh, the woman they will not be as aggressive as they would have been with another man and that yes. would maybe cause a big fight and you know it wouldn't even go ahead you know yes true so you need to be very caring also to understand what uh, your customer demands or what your customer would uh, need then only you will be provide uh, able to provide them their product or service according to their need so yeah we should have the combination of both the uh, things in our to be a leader yeah. what about uh, tell me like you're an engineer so and in india again engineers engineering is like you would say 90% of men who do engineering right like yes. i don't know how did you experience it when you were growing up and was your choice uh, if you go back to your childhood whenever you made that decision so was your choice uh, discussed in your family was it something you were excited to do was it encouraged and how was your experience of engineering so in my family i i was lucky to have a very open family so i was we were never been forced to do anything or never been told to do particular thing so it was an open discussion for uh, decision for me to whatever i want to do but i would say uh, that time we do have we don't have that much choices for a career when i chose engineering so we have very limited career choices and because of society pressure i would say uh, always there was a society pressure to take you know people who take science is good in education the one who takes commerce is not that much good so there was always a difference i was good in education but at that time i wasn't sure that either what i have to do in my life future so i took science for that matter i don't know what to do and then i gave engineering exams and i did uh, bsc exams as well i gave and i cleared the exam and i get into engineer so it wasn't anything that i wanted to become an engineer but it wasn't something that aisa bhi nahi tha that i don't want to become an engineer so it was a very neutral thing but i was happy to be a telecom engineer that time because telecom was booming in that time so i told my dad that if i want to do engineering i might go either with telecom only otherwise i might not do 
so i was lucky enough that uh, we don't have any pressure with that uh, from my home or anything that you have don't have to do that so it's a it's good that um, we never faced any those kind of challenges in my life but yeah so there was something missing i would say that the career counseling was not that much good enough that time that we didn't know yeah. what how many career options we can have but yeah now uh, now it's a good thing so people have many options and there are very uh, counseling offices or services providing uh, for the career options we can go and have a look what is best for us if somebody is not very sure but these days kids are very very smart they are very particular already they know what they want to do so which is a very good thing yeah uh so what you're saying is that it, your family was very supportive and it was just a time when nobody really uh, uh, knew any better they just right. engineer doctor those were the two options right yes engineer doctor any Indian yeah. child in, uh, living in india <laughs> yes yes so, so. Uh, and so you turned out to be an engineer and so what about when you were in engineering again like there is a gender uh, ratio like it's considered yes, definitely masculine yes so in india uh, if you if you have seen engineering colleges crowd it's like 75 to 80% crowd is uh, more uh, men there more boys are there and 20% i would say um, girls and especially in few fields computer science and other you still see girls but mechanical telecom there wasn't any girl that time so the whole classes are for boys so these are the things which are uh, divided like may not divided but they it's a mindset of us for which has been created from ages that you know engineering is for uh, men or boys and then doctors go mostly girls go in doctors or dentist department is like mostly for that profession is for girls so yeah definitely there is a difference but now i can say it is it has decreased a lot it's not that much uh, now many many uh, women are going in different fields and we have equal a ratio for women and men everywhere but still there is a thing that we women have to you know uh, prove ourselves in every field it's not very easy for us to come out and uh, you know it's very, not very easy we just have to prove ourselves in families in work in offices everywhere why do you feel you have to prove ourselves i mean uh, what does that mean um some so i'll give you a small example right that uh, if uh, uh, <laughs> okay so i'll give you a small example if if in an office or a company there is a is a, a male member right and he is uh, very much uh, strong or a bossy or that is compared as a dominant feature but if there is a lady who is a little bit dominant so that is compare that is being considered as a very bossy feature and which is not being considered as something good so this lady is very bossy she cannot be considered for this role and this thing but would not with the other men mm. so these these few differences still exist it's not just about india it's about every country i would say i've been to two three countries and it's same everywhere yeah yeah i know what you mean i think uh it's just that characteristic of being masculine when we show it then it's like oh she's so bossy or she's such a bitch or something like you know you get a very bad reputation as a woman if you show too much anger or too much uh, uh, aggression or something 
but for men when they show that side it's like yeah he's a leader uh, he's a leader and he's a very good leader he's leading 5000 people or whatever uh, so um uh maybe that's the you know a, yes. a difference between the two so time and time we have to prove ourselves even if there is a position vacant in any company or um, you know and a male is there and a female is there so female has to prove a lot as compared to a male member so this difference i have seen in my um, company in australia as well in india as well so this still exists everywhere wow okay so yeah so then that is universe actually some universal uh, inequality still exists even in terms of pay uh you know in terms of uh, salary pay uh sports uh, sports people the tennis stars the male tennis stars get paid more and this is like a very big topic actually to discuss yeah. gender gender differences in the in the roles but uh coming back to the uh the energy of being masculine i'm i'm wondering so for example in in engineering right so something like mechanical and all maybe it's the it's the same thing what you were saying about uh, like in australia like you saw women who were you know driving cars and they you know really outside they're not they're not hiding yes so i'm wondering if in engineering especially maybe a lot of women uh, do you think that there is a reservation that how will i do this physical work of climbing the i don't know if you really have to climb the tele uh, those towers or you know whatever whatever the physical demand of the work is right is that where we are is that where there is a uh, there's a gap yeah actually because this is the mindset we have been always been told that this is a physical work right you cannot climb on a tower in even in telecom you cannot climb on a tower or you cannot go and fix the machines Yeah, or, or anything like that. So this is just the mindset, but it is nothing like that. So mechanical field, it is not just fixing machines. There are a lot of opportunities in that. A lot of uh, uh, career options you can take in that. But since it's been just been made something out, uh, you know, a bubble has been made that this is mechanical. Girls cannot do it. And to be honest, it's nothing like that in Australia. we women have to work everything like i have when i was alone i have even went taken my car to services which i think uh, no one think in india a woman taking a car for services and getting everything done on on her own so these are the things which are all all built by our uh, me, uh, members of you know ancient mem- uh, people here but this is nothing like that this is we which we have to break this 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 we have to break thing and come out of it uh from this all bubble which has been created by everyone so everybody sh- can do anything and uh, it's it depends on your wish what you want to do what you what you actually have to do it's not just what you can do or what you cannot do right and so how do you think that women should i mean this is uh, this is such a big topic like i'm just thinking uh it has some, so much to do with the physical world also and also like the the fact that you know we've just been safe for so long like kept ourselves safe and indoors and you know like not uh, but now i've seen like i have a friend her daughter is uh, in the fifa there's a fifa uh, you know football club yes yes i know so yeah. a lot of girls are and i think they've started a women's uh, club as well so like 
ஆஹ் <laughs> Uh, uh, teach them cooking to your son and maybe driving to your daughter which uh, is not very much common in our times but now it is the society is changing and uh, there is i have seen in my group uh, like the women when we discuss about the topics so they they teach their kids now it's not just a uh, girl should wear pink or boy should wear blue it's it shouldn't be always like that we should you know do everything we should yeah eat. yeah i think that makes sense that, and it it's just that it became gender roles and i don't know it, it was just serving it was serving patriarchy basically and so that you know women just remained in this box and men remained in this and so even if a man wanted to cook he couldn't cook he couldn't cook and he you know, yeah i have seen this thing my husband sometimes wants to cook but my mother in law she just doesn't like it sometimes yeah, yeah. So, these are these are normal things in our life so which we shouldn't teach uh, like if if a kid wants to if a boy wants to play with the makeup or kitchen set there's no harm in that i have given kitchen set to my boy he can play with he plays with his sister so it's nothing bad in that playing with the kitchen set that boys no no boys doesn't play with the kitchen set so these the these are the thing which are being formed by the society mm-hmm. um, and we need to teach that these are no, there's nothing gender specific yeah. so and uh, every role should be should everyone should know each role how to perform well yeah and i think women like you you know you all are you and even me like in our generation we are the ones who are starting to plant the seeds of the change because you know now we can't do much about uh, the previous generation yes. they yes. yes in that way but this is the this is the generation i feel which is going to uh it, it it's not going to happen overnight where it, it everything will be maybe fake gender neutral so who likes cooking can cook who likes driving can drive and it doesn't matter what's your gender but i want to ask you like as you see changes in women you know you're working with women you're you're seeing them coming out of hiding you're seeing them becoming more confident more masculine in some ways uh so so maybe there's a they are getting uh both the sides the feminine and masculine how do you feel that uh, that will have an impact on their families maybe their husbands their uh, on the men basically so won't that also change things on the other side they we should change that as well because i have seen uh, when women are coming out and they are doing something which their family doesn't want to do or they haven't done that before so the family is not very much supportive i would say and uh, instead of maybe boosting their morale or in- motivating them they uh, show the all the negative things that uh, so many days have been gone nothing has happened you cannot do that so these things are not good um, you should at least motivate your wife or your uh, 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 daughter in law or sister in law whoever it is it will take time definitely but 
family should also change and help them in you know in their future if they help uh, if they're doing something to build their future it's for their whole family it's not just the woman is um, getting success the whole family will get the success and reap the benefits out of it and that's the nature of every woman we just can't eat the all cake by ourselves we yeah. we need everyone and if anything is left then the mother takes it or then the you know daughter in law takes it so it's not just the success about only about the woman it's the success of our whole family and these are the these are the things which uh, these are the issues which ladies are facing in their life even if they are doing good but when they don't get the support from their own family so it's it's very demotivating and heartbreaking for them and sometimes they try to you know leave that uh, thing in between and they message me that i might not be able to continue or i am facing some issues so we we do provide the counseling thing for women like this who who face these kind of issues so we have uh, tie ups with the counselor counselors uh, and then um, some sometimes they want, they just want to talk to someone and uh, you know vent out so yeah so these are the little challenges which are still there um there there are lot of challenges and uh, slowly i hope we 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 are will be able to you know break these things and um, uh, they 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 are all get supportive for their families and everything get good soon because i understand because of covid everybody is facing some of the other challenges or uh, they are very much irritated everybody is frustrated and you know doing something from uh, out of their own comfort zone is very difficult and if somebody is doing i think we should definitely appreciate the uh, the efforts of that person instead of just you know uh, demotivating them so yeah these are the challenges which are still there they are still existing but yeah we have to work for them yeah and i and i feel change happens very slowly so it yeah. could also be that there's too much it's shocking and it's uh, uh, they be getting demotivated by the family because they uh they themselves are finding it too much of a change and you know the family is uh, it's a resistance you know it's like you you there's always uh, when you're going to make a big change in your life there's someone is going to resist it you know exactly because uh, now their time is divided right earlier the that woman the whole time was dedicated for their own family and kids mm-hmm. but now she's working she's going out she's meeting people not meeting right now but still uh so that time is divided and few things are not just uh, digest uh, they just not able to digest these things and these created creates friction among the families so there are a lot of people who are facing these at least i know many mm-hmm. uh, but yeah but they have to keep doing it on you know and i always say just keep keep talking to your family that helps a lot mm-hmm. if you keep talking you know uh, especially in a couple uh you at least if a couple is on both on the same page the woman gets a power to keep doing it but if the, uh, the your partner is not that supportive that really hurt a lot I yeah i want to ask you about uh, the, i mean the, these are the challenges what about the successes like uh, when a woman has taken a new step in a new direction so does that does her partner say yeah you go for it i do the cooking you know have you seen some uh, tell me some success stories also oh, this is this is my you can take my story my husband is very supportive mm-hmm. and he always say you do it i'll handle kids i'll do cooking don't worry about it you do it and he 
because of his confidence i might be able to do that much because he has always been very supportive for me and he always keeps motivating me that you can do it you have this uh, quality in you you can lead at least you can convince or you know you can in uh, inspire people so he keeps motivating me from time to time and the biggest help what i get from him that he can handle kids and he can do cooking and everything he like he can do anything which i want uh, in in a like to raise a family or to raise kids so he has been great support for me because in um, we have been to we have been living in australia so we have been doing everything i would say that uh, thing has really helped us to um, even for my husband also to learn everything mm. we really helped us to learn everything and every work and he's um, really supportive in that sense and he always say and not just me there are few women others i know that their husbands are really supportive and they are happy with their success not just uh, like that not that jealousy factor in that but they're really happy with what their wives are doing or their partners are doing and they they want them to grow and few uh, i have seen few partners they they divided their time for the 50% for their partners business or any work and they help them to you know um, grow so so there are both type of people but still we are struggling with other issues as well and and in few families in few things have been changed and people are very supportive it's not all bad it's not all good so india is always like this i was a slowly slowly change is happening but it is happening so so we are happy so uh, slowly we might be able to change all of them one day yeah yeah and uh, it sounds like uh, you know uh, i i'm not surprised that your husband is so supportive because uh, he had to, he has to be i mean you're doing so much that uh, it it clearly shows that you all are working as a team you know that uh, you are getting that kind of support you can't be yeah. doing really every single thing alone right so and that's a great example for others to also learn that okay i can also be in a partnership which works and which you know my spouse really cares and you're lucky that uh, you know uh, your your husband also got exposed to being self sufficient yes in in australia and everything so that really helps also in um, in the teamwork between both yes. of them right that so is. that is a, that's a way i feel an ideal couple should uh, should balance those things out you know like uh, and so i think uh, that that also like you know just by seeing these examples uh, people can learn you know women who are watching this will learn about uh, how to strike this balance because there may many who you know might not be able to do that one last thing i want to ask you is have you i mean i have seen examples of women who are very much in their masculine they are so much in the masculine they're so aggressive and all of that and uh, that they just don't have a, a soft side to them at all they don't have a, a, a nurturing side so they are like uh, they wear the pants you know they 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 refuse to they the ones who like maybe not, not really want to be in the kitchen or they just uh you know they they don't really uh, they're not very happy to be a woman also in general yeah. so have you uh, have you come across women like that and what do you think of uh um they are they're constantly doing things also they're like very like, almost like a man they're doing 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 they're not just relaxing and being uh, in the feminine you know so what is your view of and this um i would say 
uh, it's good to be masculine right you people people perceive you differently when you have all masculine attributes that this woman is really strong yeah. is very impact, her impact is really really heavy that people but i have seen women these kind of women slowly and steadily the impact which they creates people start you know scared of them they start they they start unse thoda thoda darna start kar dete they they afraid of them no they cannot openly talk to that person so if we have leader like this it's not a very healthy relationship between a colleague or a leader or a peers or anything between a team i would say it's not very healthy so i'll give an example like let's say a customer service member right you always take a customer service member who is very good in communication and communicate communicating with the public or communicating with your clients it's not it shouldn't be very bossy or very uh, you know strong character it should always be a person who listens to you who listens to the other person and then he can either give a solution or at least he can politely convince them that this is the thing or this will happen or something like that so to create a connect between your member or with your society or with your family you you should definitely have those self attributes as well you cannot connect with members if you are only like a masculine thing and that's why we say to men also that they should also have those uh, feminine features like being emotional you should you should be um, it's easy it should be easy for them to express because in our society men's are perceived like they are very strong they should not cry they should not be very emotional but it shouldn't be like that because if the men they uh, this uh, slowly they'll you know they'll get it everything will only will get in inside them and they're not able to express and then they are not emotional so it's difficult for them so now i think now the things have changed now we know that men are also they can be emotional also and they can be soft also so same with the woman who is masculine so same thing will happen uh, in that case as well and we should i think we should always have those soft uh, thing uh, to connect with your own members that's the that's the only thing i learned in my uh, from last when uh, i started working since then to now that you should be um, at least a people person right mm-hmm. Everybody cannot be a people person, but to be a leader or to stand out somewhere, you have to you have to be a people person. You cannot just uh, tell your things and expect everyone to follow you. That cannot be done until you do it or you politely ask them. There should be a way how you deal with your own people and how you deal with your own office or team members or anyone for that matter. But not just uh, being a strong or a rough person makes you you know a leader or a masculine thing is so we should always have these attributes as well and that is why we women are you know we can excel in any field because i feel we have both the attributes for our uh, being a personality like that yeah but it takes time to develop uh, you cannot be uh, totally masculine you cannot be totally uh, feminine it takes time for us to develop both the things yeah i i totally agree and i i really feel like this conversation i mean we are almost coming to the end it's like very uh, i find it very holistic because i feel like ultimately there's no uh, it is a very gender neutral thing we've been just living in a world where it was uh, the roles existed but it's it's sort of getting dissolved it's getting yeah. dissolved and uh, uh, it'll be very interesting to see what happens in the future when you know all this True. it doesn't really matter anymore 
uh, what those roles are and um, yeah and then just being a good person and a good leader and a, a, a good a, a good soul you know only that should matter at the end of the day right yes so um, i so yeah so we come to almost the end of the session uh somia uh, you want to share with the audience what is the free gift that you're offering to so uh, i as you all now know that i have a community inspired women connect so we are almost 12000 members there on fb and insta as well so if any woman who wants to share their story or who have anything inspiring or any story or for anything for their business they wants to come live and talk with us so i'm happy to give us live session on insta or fb group wherever they want and if they just want to be featured on my group i am happy to do that as well So yeah, so there is a link below. There will be a link where you can uh, click it and you can join uh, the live sign up yeah. for Somia's live session. Yes. And with that, like, thank you so much, Somia, for your insights and uh, for participating so fully in this session and talking about your personal experiences, your experiences with your the, your community. and uh, the trends you've seen with women and whatever you've learned it's really shared it here so thank you so much for your thank time thank you for considering me for this being among top 10 leaders for you your role so thanks a lot thank you so much well, you are really inspiring so oh thank you thank you thanks